Welcome to Yoga Minutes. This is John, your host. Yoga Minutes provides you with short, informative lessons to inspire your practice. And in today's lesson, we're diving further into the question, what is yoga? This time, considering it from the classic Indian text, the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali. If you'd like to follow along, you can visit justbetours.com backslash yoga minutes, and you'll see a post there for what is yoga according to the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali. And today we're going to consider this text, which is about 1,500 years old, give or take a century or two, which makes it pretty old and revered, and it makes it the shortest sacred text of any culture. So you could take the entire text and print it out on one sheet of paper front and back if you really tried. So it has that distinction of being very concise, and so as we read it and interpret it, you'll get a chance to unpack it because it's meant to be unpacked. So we're going to dive right in. I have a number of translations that we're going to reference today. Right away in the Yoga Sutras, Patanjali gets right to the point in chapter 1, verse 2. It says, Yoga Chitta Vritti Naroda, and that just translates to Yoga Is. And Yoga Is, according to Christopher Chapel at Loyola Marymount University, Yoga is the restraint of the fluctuations of the mind. Another translation is, Yoga is the effort to maintain the cessation of thought. Which I actually really like this one because it talks about it's the effort to do it. So even if you don't actually get to the point where you cease thought, <laughs> if you're making the effort, you're doing yoga. So I, I like that. It's a little more inclusive. Uh, this next one says yoga is the uniting of consciousness in the heart. And that definition comes from Nishala Joy Devi, who has the distinction of being the first woman to translate this document. And so the first woman to translate a sacred text. And her book is called The Secret Power of Yoga, A Woman's Guide to the Heart and Spirit of the Yoga Sutras. Next up is the legend BKS Iyengar. In his light on the Yoga Sutras, he translates this as yoga is the cessation of movements in the consciousness. And according to Tai Sheridan in the Yoga Sutras in Lingo, which is an interesting translation that I can recommend, he says, The big non-doing keeping your think-feel energy still. This next definition comes from Makunda Styles, the founder of Structural Yoga Therapy, says yoga is experience in that mind which has ceased to identify itself with its vacillating waves of perception. And then K. Patabi Joyce, founder of Ashtanga Yoga, he translates this as yoga is the process of ending the definitions in the field of consciousness. I think it's pretty cool because here we are trying to define yoga and he says yoga is the process of ending the ending definitions so that's cool let's continue on here uh, yoga is also something you practice uh, Dr. Chapel in his translation yoga in the lunamis says restraint arises through practice practice requires effort and stability it becomes firmly grounded when carefully attended to for a long period of time without interruption George Feuerstein, the translation says, 
It is only when the correct practice is followed for a long time without interruptions and with the quality of positive attitude and eagerness that it can succeed. So I like that it references how our attitude and how we go about it matters. There are some obstacles to yoga. This is basically, we can say we're doing yoga when we're doing a number of different things and we can actually say we're not doing yoga when we're doing these things. These obstacles are disease, inertia, doubt, heedlessness, laziness, indiscipline of the senses, erroneous views, lack of perseverance, and backsliding. That comes from BKS Iyengar. Nishala Joy Devi continues, she says, These imbalances can promote restlessness, uneven breathing, worry, and loss of hope. That comes from chapter 1, verse 30 and 31. Kriya Yoga is defined as austerity, self-study, and dedication to Ishvara, according to Chris Chappell's translation. So those three things, austerity, self-study, and dedication to Ishvara. We'll talk more about those in subsequent episodes. Also, yoga can be defined by its results. BKS Iyengar says, By dedicated practice to the various aspects of yoga, impurities are destroyed. The crown of wisdom radiates in joy and glory. And then Dr. Chapel says, From following the eight limbs of yoga which destroys impurity, the light of knowledge arises, leading to discriminative discernment. This is chapter 2, verse 28. And then Shala Joy Devi says, By embracing the Eightfold Path of Yoga, intuitive wisdom dawns and reveals our inner radiance. So there you have it. That's what is yoga according to the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali. Coming up next, we're going to consider the question again, what is yoga? But this time looking at it from famous scholars. So famous Western scholars, famous Eastern scholars who have published a number of books, who have been of reputation in academia, who have studied cultures, who have studied religions, who have studied yoga. What do they say yoga is? So that will be coming up next. Until then... Keep loving yourself, keep loving each other, and keep practicing your yoga.